phone is off. Listen. There it is. Creepy Zoom voice. Yep. And welcome back to Chilling with Bail. Today we're going to t talk about job experiences, the good, the bad, and the I want to choke you. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm getting a little aggressive, but comes comes with the nature of being in a job. As, especially in retail. Mm -hmm. uh, we're back with a with someone who ha has been on here in a minute. Welcome back, mm -hmm. Anne. It has been a minute. Hello, Birdo, and hello, everyone. It's been a minute and a half, I mm -hmm. want to say, because... Um, I love the episodes you've been doing with uh, Macy and with Royce, all very unique and interesting. Yeah. And I have yet to catch up on every single one of them, but I love the content you've been doing. And thank you for having me back as well. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. And if you guys aren't up to date, she's been doing her own podcast with our friends Royce and Dwayne called R&D. Yes, I am the Anne of R and <laughs> they squished me in the middle. <laughs> mm -hmm. So come check that out. We had Birdo come in for a small little cameo for one of the recent episodes we did. Um, I won't say too much because you're going to have to go on there to check it out. But Birdo gave a lot of insightful information for that conversation. Yeah, so yeah go check it out. We're on... Uh, Similar platforms, check us out live every week on Facebook, and yeah, we're everywhere. Just search up R&D. There's not too many things on there. Yeah, it's pretty hard to find a different one. I've tried. There actually is one other one, but I think because we have more videos, ours pops up more if you type it in on YouTube, so we Gucci on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay. So the, what's our what's our first thing? The first thing is or first topic is work experiences. And we're gonna start that off with what's something you wish you knew before getting a job? Biggest thing after like the few jobs I've had is patience. Uh -huh. Literally having patience not just for yourself but for other people and also like how you communicate with someone, it can say a lot of like how they're gonna receive information from you and how you on the other side as a customer give towards us as the employees of whatever business we're working under. Yeah. Also just some people, they try to get away with one too many things, which I'll go into their story, but Please be nice. We're all working. We all need to make money some way to survive. So please be nice to other workers. Please. Uh, for me, uh, like Anne said, pa uh, patience. Ooh. And before your, before and after your job starts, um, meditation. Mm-hmm. And hydration. Yeah. I will add that too. Keep hydrated. <laughs> Meditation, because when those Karens 
start to come in, but whether it's at a whether it's in the food in industry or retail, depending on who you are, you're gonna want to go off. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. So, meditation and I can't believe I'm this person now. Invest in crystals. My coworker just got a similar necklace, but hers is a. I think hers is a rose quartz one. Ooh. Yeah. They're pretty. Small tangent. I was never a crystal person. Went to five below. Saw one. And now I have two. <laughs> oh, you do have your. Oh, I thought the other one was also a necklace. I didn't know it was a keychain. No, I. Both of them were keychains. But I said, screw the keychain, since I don't mm -hmm. use my keys much. Snagged a piece of yarn for my grandmother's hoard of them. And mm -hmm. it's a necklace. Mm, nice. See, I've dabbled in, the, like, collecting crystals. I don't mind, like, the auras and meaning behind some of them. I don't fully believe them, although there is some truth to it a little bit. I just think they're pretty same they're pretty if you get like the actual like raw stones of them they're nice i want to collect more <laughs> and back to this because i'm sure we can make a whole episode on crystals we could but i think that's more of a macy thing she's very into like crystals auras everything under the sun of that sort i'm surprised she hasn't done with one one episode with um krista <laughs> Oh, that could happen very soon. Shout outs to Krista, our Crystal Queen, also to Macy yes. as well. Love you, Macy. <laughs> and so something you learned from your past slash current job. Okay, from past jobs, 100% uh, I would say customer service is a big thing that even though like most of the jobs I've had have surrounded being in restaurants or food industry, just knowing how to get along with people and creating a like a relationship in some way with them. It'll say a lot of like how you're representing the business sometimes or like your boss or owner of the company, but also yourself as well. So I think from past jobs that I've had, like the most recent job I had before my current one, I worked at a cooking studio, like a really small business um, where we taught different baking and cooking classes. We would sometimes like host small parties for like um, like small teams, corporate events, that's less than 30 birthday parties, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. um, I think with those, it always varies because there's usually like more of the people coming in than there is for us. So managing so many different oh, yeah. hands all at once would be a lot. So I think like working together with your team, having like a great plan and again, communication is a key aspect of anything for it to be successful. There will be things that won't go according to plan and 
it's hard to expect those to happen, but how you come out of those situations says a lot of like how the customers will give you feedback, but also it's like, what can we do for next time if this becomes a thing too? So a lot of learning experiences. Um, I think from another job that I've had, which was also like teaching for like culinary stuff in a way, I worked at a summer camp, like a kids cooking summer camp. The age range of the kids I would teach for that would be as young as four to 16 big age gap so kids to teenagers and preteens summer in the middle um i think with that also because they're like for the younger ones they're at a more impressionable age it's like you want to teach them the right way to do things as they get older like they have more opinions on things a little bit or like they've learned or seen a few things from their parents but they want to know more just knowing how to i guess speak to their abilities and their talents really helps but sometimes they're scared sometimes they don't know how to ask so although it might seem like you're intimidating them or you're coming off as being scary that's why they're there they want to learn from you they want to get what their parents are paying for essentially and making good connections with them so they feel comfortable as well so just like a lot of working one-on-one -on -one with people um, for those, I would say the current job I have now working at a restaurant, technically two under the same owners. Um, yeah, customer service is a big thing. Communicating with your coworkers. I cannot stress oh, yeah. enough, especially in like a small work environment of being in a kitchen where one person can know one thing, someone has your opinion on one thing, someone's doing something else. So it's like checking in on each other helps. So like I just had a shift last night with uh, co-workers, just two of us busy for Sunday night. Um, one person would normally be at the front, one person's at the back, like doing all the orders and we help each other and rotate. I think in between we would just randomly be like, hey, are you okay? You're doing all right? Like. Do you want a drink or anything? Are you doing well? Like, do you need help? Those mean so much more than you think, even though it seems like, oh, like they look fine. It's okay. Ask. It doesn't hurt to ask and check in because if you assume it's not going to mean as much and it can come off as like you're almost offending them in a way where it's like the nonverbal cues could mean something else. Whereas if you say something and your tone of voice, it can have a whole different meaning to it yeah so yeah working together well with a team uh helping out wherever you can where it's like okay if i'm someone in the back doing like 10 hours all at once if someone else has an extra hand or if they're doing something it's like okay stop preparing that thing can you help me to like finish these orders and then you can go back to that or i'll switch with you because i know you work faster playing to their abilities can you help do these ones really quick i can finish that for you and then we'll both work together so a lot of like knowing what other people can do or at least asking so that we know like okay you can do this this and this i can do all these small things and we'll work together to meet halfway kind of thing yeah because 
your coworkers are there for the same thing, pretty much same paycheck in a way. So there's no real sense in arguing or trying to make a big fuss out of everything. And even then it's like, be respectful and know that with something like the service industry, other people are watching and they'll give feedback based off of that. So you don't want to make you or the company look bad in a way, although that's not fully on you. Um, at least try to make a good impression for people coming in and out from the business, but also make it worthwhile that you're all working for the same thing. And at the end of each night, something should come out of it where you learn something new. Because that's the whole point of working. Like you can go to college, you can go do work training or wherever, but whatever job you end up at, you need to know that from each experience, what is this helping me with in my life or what am I gaining from this outside from like um, an income kind of thing. There's other things that come out besides just making money for each yeah, job. Definitely. What about for you, Berto? What's uh, some past or current things that you've seen from your jobs that you've experienced? Uh, the well, mind you, to the audience, I've worked completely different jobs than Anne. Yeah. <laughs> I was Mine is just one. I've had hectic jobs. I think for yours you've told me interesting stories, but yeah, different um different industry, different experiences. Yeah. I worked as a uh high school janitor. That day day that job did not last long because it was at a school that I was supposed to go to, but didn't because the school was way too big and social anxiety so what did I do got a job there <laughs> it was at it was the night shift so if anyone knows anything about big high schools at night in the dark when you've been when you've been in two haunted apartments, you tend to nope the fuck out. <laughs> you tend to nope the fuck out. So the only thing I gained from that job was um, I don't do well with night shifts. Yeah, night shifts. I mean, there's a certain peace because there's not a lot happening late at night. But then again, it's it's yeah, not for everyone. It, yeah. It, it was like end, end of day slash night shift because you end at like 9 to 10. Mm -hmm. And me barely getting any sleep at all. I'm like, that might be kind of get a little too far. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you're awake and working when most of the world is already asleep. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're working opposite times when everyone else is awake and doing stuff. But also it's like you have to plan out your day so that you can do what you need to still get some rest and then work late at night. Yeah. So that's, that's a struggle and, and a big and, life adjustment. And in a way I felt bad 
when I quit because the school was so understaffed. Like, usual, mm-hmm. in terms of janitors, usually there was, there's one janitor per, per um, spot oh. of, of the school. They had to go, like, as a group through the whole school. And you know what the population of that high school was for it to be like such a large building? Um, because I know it varies sometimes, but I don't know. I think like the high school populations here might be much, I would say, a lot different actually than um, um in the states. Like, I think the average for total high school would be give or take like three to four hundred, and this is just like public high schools. I don't know about like um, private schools or anything close to that, but around, I want to say, actually, no, 500 would be a lot, like three to 400 at most. Like my highest, actually, no, I lie. Not three to 400. I'm, think, I'm talking about elementary school now. Hold on. My high school was around a thousand students. And then the next nearby one was 1200. So around that, like 1,000 to like 1,500, I would say, for yeah, high school. This that one, makes more sense. This one is about 2,000. Wow. Around okay, there. Yeah. Like they, they have their own football field, if that says anything. So, yeah, I did that job uh, for a day. <laughs> And after that, I came home and thought, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Just, uh-uh. So I, the next day, I call, called up the, because um, the way it worked was I didn't work for the school. I worked for, like, a third-party people that the school con- uh, contracted to go there and clean. Oh. So, like, you went through an agency and then, like, yeah. they gave you contract work based on where, like, they can place you. Yeah, and the place that they needed was the high school. So, mm-hmm. that's how it worked. So, I ca- called up the the place and said, hey, so, due to unforeseen circumstances, anxiety, I have to... Um, I have to quit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. plus, plus, um, for like, like I said, anyone who's worked as a janitor, y'all deserve way more respect than you get. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't do any of the bathrooms, thank God, but the lunchroom. Oh yeah, see, bathrooms. I feel like is one thing. It's not too bad. Like you just wipe down, sanitize everywhere for things like a lunchroom. There's the mess. There's the stains. There's the mopping and the, the wiping down. And the, it's a the, larger room. The only thing, like I had, I had no problem with with any of that. It's the tables, the tables, because like you have to fold them up. Oh, is it like one of like the lunch benches kind of thing, and mm-hmm. then like they yeah. connect together as a table? We had to we had to um, wipe them off, 
in time for the next like round of students. Ooh, that's like a good 20 minutes at most before the next group come in, right? For lunch. Yeah. So yeah, that job was a hassle. And then what I learned from the next one, Anne has heard some stories from the next one. Um, main thing I learned, if you, when you're stuck in shelves in a tightly enclosed quarter, if you turn, you turn your whole body. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't do this. And I can say this kind of from, um, recent experiences from doing exercises. You want to, you don't do this. You move your legs and you turn the whole way. Cause that's not good. Um, body mechanics. Cause like your whole body should shift with you. Don't force one part. And then the other part is still, but something can stretch and go wrong. Don't do that. Yeah. Like in, in my defense, it was during a busy time. So the place was packed. I had my cart of stuff right next to me. So I'm placing stuff and put one thing on the shelf, turned my knee, stayed when my leg turned. Mm. So yeah, like second or third day, I sprained the knee. Mm. So I also learned that that job, that shall not be named, <laughs> there, I don't know if it's called bedside manner, but there, uh, they're willing to help the injured sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be considered that because like, in terms of like, if you're working in a long-term care, any health-related thing, where you're working with people, like, in their beds, technically bedside manners, I guess, would be yeah. a correct term to use for that. Just, just a, just a small thing. Because I, 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 I could turn this thing into a, a saga. <laughs> um. So I was in a knee brace and not allowed to lift anything over let's say five pounds mm -hmm. so i wasn't able to lift anything or stock shelves you know how they say lift with your back yeah you still have no to no, no 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 lift with back you lift with knees yeah, that. Lift like this with your knees. You do like a, okay, you can't really see off camera, but like I'm doing a little bit of like a squat. You yeah. lift with the knees and then you like support someone with your back, but it all comes from I, your legs. I knew it was something, oh no, I, that was from the bullshit doctor that I went to. Oh, yes. Yes, I know of the story very well. He, he said, <laughs> he said, you don't lift with your knees. You don't lift with your knees. So I think you, that that doctor needs to get their license revoked, or they need to go through testing again to so, renew their license. That may or may not be legit. Yeah, so you lift I, with your knees. Uh, you don't lift with your back. Yeah. So That's I. Bad advice. 
so I was up at the front working the jewelry counter, well, helping the, there for about a few weeks. And it, silly me, I thought that if you have a sprained knee or anything on your leg, you're supposed to sit. Guess what they didn't let me do from nine to four? Sit down. Mm. Mm. So instead of being able to sit, I was like this, like not able to put pressure on my knee. Uh-huh. And towards the end of my being there, I said, screw nine, dollars an hour screw my health benefits i i just decided to not go Mm. because i couldn't stand up yeah if it's something that like no matter what it is if it's putting your health and physical well-being at risk it's not worth it and and like yes i had um pt i had a physical therapy but it, it, even they were like, dude, you, you can't be lifting things. You can't be standing up. But because it wasn't in my um, restrictions, I couldn't have a stool. I couldn't even have a box, like a cardboard Not box. even just, just like sit for like five minutes even? No. <sighs> so this is I, where you call in something that's called the... Workers Safety Insurance Board. <laughs> the WSIB I, is what it's called here. They need I, to be contacted. I, I want to call like OSHA. <laughs> I, I, I want to call the president. At, at that time, I don't think we had a good president. Uh, that's a whole different topic. Not getting into that. <laughs> I don't want to be canceled. <laughs> so yeah. Also, another thing I learned is uh, I don't do well with constant change. You and me both, Berto. Like they, they had us cha- changing the layout of the store more than a t- toxic relationship turns, turns on and off. Well, those are two different um, <laughs> spectrums, but I can understand where you're coming from. That that worked way yeah. better in my head. That worked way better <laughs> in my head. That was there. Don't worry. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and like in the end, if you think about it, it's like we're taught and sort of trained from when we we're kids of like, oh, get a good job. If you go do the right schooling, if you need it. You can get like a great career and everything. But once you're in the job, no one really fully tells you what to prepare for when you're on the job, especially if like you're a new graduate and you're like finding work for the first time. That alone is already a journey in itself. But then once Mm -hmm. you get the job, it's like it's a whole new environment outside from what you were taught or trained to do in school. And the last thing, the last thing that I, last experience I have from that job 
is bad c- co-workers. Yeah. We were so short on cashiers. There was like, let's say five cash registers. Mm. At least Yeah. two to three were filled. Like there was a cashier there. I want to say three out of the five days. So that, that doesn't sound like it's very well staffed, but in the eyes for some owners, it's like, oh, it's enough. And like, they'll invest their money, hopefully in other parts, but not so much for staffing to keep the business going. Yeah. And like I said, I could turn that whole thing into a, a freaking saga. August with Birdo on job experiences. Will or will that not happen? I feel like it could. Knowing me, it probably will. Our next segment is stories from jobs. This, Good this stories is... are bad stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, yes. Uh... Um, your most memorable moment from a job. Oh, okay. There's so many because from the current job that I have now and the other two that I mentioned, um, I guess I can go through each one. So like the very first job I had in high school up until I want to say almost end of college-ish kind of, um, I worked at my church as a like part-time student secretary. That was fun. And I think for me, just like being able to one, have like one or two days on the weekend, plus have a normal school life really helped because I can balance between the two. Um, anytime there were like events, I would get free food from like the nice church ladies from the organizations. That was cool. And I think just like knowing the ins and outs of somewhere that I would just go to as a kid, but like being responsible for certain things. I'm like, oh, I have power. I have a key. I can help people with things like this and that. So I think like it just brought me closer to the community there for the time I was working there. Um, the second job I had was at um, a fast food place, which I think for that, it was just like a bonding thing <laughs> with me and my coworkers where um, when it was a free... Well, not really free. It's like a really slow time in between shifts. Someone would go grab um, either Tim Hortons, Starbucks, or bubble tea. That was like a few units down. Um, that was fun. That was blessed, especially during the summertime where um, one of the managers brought in a whole box of big jumbo freezies. Being behind where a girl is as a cashier, at a place like Halal Guys here in Toronto, and it's hot in the summertime, you need a freezy. So bless that person for bringing that and bringing us coffee. But that was a short-lived job. I think that was a big thing. At the summer camp I taught at, a memorable moment was um, at the end of each week, like all we would have like around 20 to 30 kids, different group each week sometimes. At the end, we would have this thing where we would um, honor each of the campers 
with um, a certificate of completion. Um, we I brought in my own chef hat from being in culinary school for them to take a picture in. They had their cute little chef jackets. And then I think hearing the comments from all the parents of like, they're getting more confident in the kitchen. Like before they wouldn't even like want to be near the stove at all. Now they are telling me what to do from what they learned from here. It's like all the great feedback and gratification was a really good memorable moment. Plus with my two coworkers also, um, there's a lot of like stories here and there of like good kids and crazy kids that made us laugh. <laughs> um, at the cooking studio I worked at, a big memorable moment was that I think for the most part, because all of us were um, women and we were mostly running it, I think that in itself like just empowered us so much and I became close with them where for lunch, we would like go grab dim sum in between. We would go to like St. Louis right next door to get like our usual like beer and then pound of wings. Oh my God, I miss that so much. Just getting food. We would do like uh, little things for each other's birthday, Secret Santa, that kind of stuff. At this current job I'm at now, um, I think just the random little things that have happened, but the biggest thing um, as of recent, I went out to eat with a few of my coworkers. Um, we've had like dinner after work as we're cleaning up after the restaurant. One of my coworkers um, was leaving and I kind of um, sneakily brought us drinks that we put in like little containers or nice. like containers, I mean cups. And we were just like having a little few swigs here and there while we're on the job. Which my manager was fine with. He was, he was part of it for the first person that left. He brought it in. The other one, he was fine and chill about it. We still did our work. We were fine. No like, heavy liquor or anything. But that was a moment. And I was just like having dinner with my coworkers and us like bonding over food, even though we spent the last few hours cooking food. Those are fun. Those are fun, memorable moments. Worst moments? The one that comes to mind right now is at the summer camp I taught at. Um, it was in a community center. So we had like the back kitchen to do like all the bigger stuff. And then the kids would be at tables and in each pair, they would have like the portable um, like burners, like stovetop. Mm -hmm. Everyone was fine. And then um, the camp counselor we had came up and said like, oh, this person, this one boy has been in the washroom for a while. Like, should I go check on him? Like, no, it's okay. You watch the kids. I'll let the other, um, like, camp instructor that we have, who is a chef, like, I'll let them know. I'll go in and check on them. Mm -hmm. This boy, I want to point out, he's 15, or he was 15 when I knew him. Oh. Him and another boy, they were already known for, like, causing mischief with each other. This was... One of the things that, like, I'm surprised we didn't get shut down as bad as it was, but we still continue after that because thankfully it was the last day seeing them. Not that that helps, but I knock on the door to the washroom. I'm like, hey, boys, it's already been 10 minutes. What's going on? Like, do you guys need help or anything? Like, what's going on? They're like, yeah, no, we're fine. We're fine. They come out and they're laughing. Well, one of them came out laughing. He's like, maybe you might want to check on him because he's doing something that 
I know I'm gonna get in trouble for anyways, but like you need to tell him to come out. Oh yeah. So me knocking one more time to be respectful. I'm like, hey, I'm coming in. If you don't come out in the next like minute, the minute became more like 10 seconds. I go in. This kid thought he was funny and took one whole entire toilet paper roll and shoved it down the toilet. There, there it is. And flushing and flushing and flushing. There it is. So you see water coming out. I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I go, well, first of all, I'm like, okay, go back in there right now with the rest of the group. Um, I also like go to assess the situation. The toilet was already overflowing. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me just find the nearest mop. That was my first thing. Like, let's try to do some damage control. It got to the point where because the room that we were in, it was like on the second floor and there was mm-hmm. another room right underneath. Um, what happened the day after for when I was told and after I settled it with my coworker and everything, we like told the boys parents and everything. Um, they took responsibility for it. The kids did not at all. They were forced to apologize, but it's like, of course, this was just dumb tomfoolery that they did. From what I knew, the floor slash ceiling in between like the second floor and the room on the main floor was already so thin that I guess water kind of was seeping through the ceiling boards for the main floor. Oh my god. I was just in that moment I was like, I don't I wanna take responsibility too, because like this kid was under my watch, but it's also like they didn't have to do it in this way. Why did they do this? But I was like, thank God it's our last week anyways. But still, it's like we had a meeting with my boss and then with the people that were at the community center, too. It was a whole thing. But like that was one of two things. I've also had a kid almost ran to run away and almost ran away from that same summer camp, different group. Um, They didn't get far. They were just like in the park that was next to us. And they just went on the other side because me being the person I had to be I was like okay I'm gonna take one for the team let me go find him this kid was waiting to take the bus to go home oh my god you would think that at a cooking camp for kids the worst thing is that a kid would almost try to light things on fire that was fine that was controlled you think it would be like them like accidentally like getting a cut here and there which has happened but a kid almost trying to run away and almost damaging the building because of a toilet overflowing like i eventually went to find the mom the mom did not do anything (laughs) that that whole story that whole story was just my middle school experience uh like to the kids they thought it was well to the kids that did it they thought it was funny the other kids were like what happened like i had this one little like 10 year old boy he's like can I still go to the washroom? Like, no, sweetie. Like, we can go, but let's go to the one on the main floor. Let's not go to this one. I'll I'll come with you to the other one. It was so bad. Um, another more recent one that happened for worse experience. So, again, I worked technically in two different restaurants, but owned by the same owner. Um, the one that I worked at this weekend, it's half hour before closing. Okay. We had like a big rush of like, I want to say 80 orders the whole night. 
this one lady comes in. It was someone else that was there and she was about to end her shift anyways. And she told the people, okay, your order will be ready in 10 to 15 minutes. No, her knowing that we're really busy, she was supposed to say 20 to 30 minutes because we need to like at least get through and like have stuff assembled and then we'll get to theirs once we have one or two done. This lady comes back, not in the 10 to 15 minutes that she was told and my coworker had already left. She came in when it was already 30 minutes later, okay? If she came in and did a little update, <coughs> a different story, bless you, Virta. <laughs> Could have been a little bit different. But this lady comes in with her partner. And I was there at the front because I finally had like a small little thing. And it was two of us that had to go back and forth before we had to close. The lady comes in saying, hi, um, is, my is my order ready? It's been like... 30 to 40 minutes already and like I've been waiting I'm like okay let me go and check and she's she dared to say before I can even finish that let me go and check they're like no I want a refund right I'm like ma'am I I would love to but let me just double check and see what the status is on your order she calmed down and wait I went to the back I had her order that was on the receipt that was there so I bring it over it's like a sandwich and fries bring it over I'm like okay here's your order like did you want any cutlery or anything and she's like that's not my order. I ordered two sandwiches. Why is it only one? It took you 30 to 40 minutes to make the one sandwich. I'm like, I'm sorry. It might have been my coworker that did that. I can make the other sandwich for you, but I will have to charge you for it. And she's like, no, I already paid for the two sandwiches. I'm like, miss, I'm showing you what's on the receipt that was ordered. I can double check for you and see. I looked through and I showed her. I'm like, there is only one that went through and we only charge you for one. I can give you the other one. I'll be ready in like five to 10 more minutes but you will still have to pay for it. She said nothing on it. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. And while she does that, this is a good time to take a break and talk about our hopeful future sponsor, Gatorade. I've been living off of this the past two weeks. If you are streamer or podcaster get you some Gatorade this shit helps and man <laughs> oh that's story I'm gonna say this again when she comes back but that story oh uh, that's why I can't work in the in the food industry. That is exactly why I can't work in the, the food industry. I'm way too petty. Even retail was hard. Even retail was hard, man. Uh, but I think retail was more fun. Yeah. I think retail was just a bit more fun. Just a bit more fun. camp store like I've seen so many kids like that who think that causing floods and structural damage is fun okay I'm back sorry about that um what was I saying okay yeah so crazy lady that came in at my work 
So I told the city, okay, if you give me another five minutes, like we have everything, I can like have your other sandwich ready. She said, no, it's already been like 30 minutes. I want my refund. I said, okay, I will try my best. I haven't done it. So I will try my best to give you the refund. I looked through, I asked her for the information of everything. I double checked with her. And she's like, you know what? I don't want to be this kind of person, but this is really inconvenient. Like I've been waiting like 30 minutes and you can't even give me the thing. I'm like, miss, I'm trying my best here. I'm so sorry for the confusion that happened with your order, but I'm going to give you the refund for the one sandwich if that's what you want. I'm looking through and she keeps trying to say, you know, I hate to be this person, but blah, 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 blah. Thank goodness for my coworker for being the angel that she was. She came in and said like, oh, do you not know how to do the refund? I'll do it and I'll give it to you. Because she could sense in my voice that this lady's trying to start an argument that doesn't need to happen. Like, I'm so sorry that that happened and there's the confusion, but the person that was there who initially took order wasn't there. I'm just going based off of the information that I have there. She didn't even want the sandwich to begin with. So my coworker and I switched. I was in the back cleaning because I'm like, I need to calm down, de-escalate the amount of anger I wanted to release on her. But I'm like, nope, not good customer service. I'm not going to do that. So my coworker, after she handled uh, the refund for that lady, just like, Oh, is there anything else that like you can give me? Because like I've been waiting so long. And she like, okay, I can give you this and this. We have everything ready. She just to say, oh, how long is that gonna take? She's like, it'll take five minutes. I'm gonna go make it right now. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. My coworker said yes. I will bring it back in five minutes. Just give me time, and I can give you the food. So, what we initially gave her was supposed to be a scent like a, a Nashville fried chicken sandwich with fries which was supposed to be 20 bucks, okay? The two things that we gave to her was about equal to that, but because we didn't want her to like do anything bad or leave a review, which long story short, she did leave a really bad, nasty review, even though we gave her what she wanted plus a bit more. We made her what we have is called Dirty Fies, two of them for her and her partner that they paid a little bit extra for. We gave them two like free desserts and a drink on top of it. And I was like, she was mad at first when I handled with her. When she finally got the food and she got it in the five minutes, she was like, oh, thank you so much. Have a great night. And I was smiling. It's like, bitch, this she, didn't she, need to happen. She, and she got away with more than what she probably paid for. But we wanted to like break even and give her something that was equal to a value. She, and she dares to write a review that's bad saying, oh, the two girls that were there were disrespectful. They got my order wrong. I waited this long and this long. My manager, again, thank goodness, was chill. He asked us about it, or asked my coworker about it who handled it with her. Because, again, this bitch got a refund. And she still got the food that was equal to a value, even though she got a refund. She got a whole mukbang meal. Oh, my God. A whole mukbang meal. Oh, my God, though. So my manager asked about it. We told her, we told him the whole thing, basically, of what happened. And he understood, and he's like, I know it's not your fault or anything. I just wanted to hear what it was so that he knows what to tell the, like, our owner about. Yeah. Which, like, it happened. But it's like, this lady, first of all, I understand that you're upset. But also, she was just standing outside the whole time, okay? She could have come in and, like, do a little update, like, oh, how much is it? And... If she was in a better mood that like, oh, it's going to take a little bit longer, we could have given her her refund even then. But she waited 
even more, like double the amount of time. Plus she made a whole fit about wanting her refund. Plus we even gave her food that was equal to a value, which I think she still paid for one of them, but we gave her an extra one plus two other things on top of it. It's like, baby, what do you want from us? What do you want from us? If you really wanted your refund and you didn't want anything else, you could have just walked out the door. <laughs> we wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt because we don't want it to look bad on us and the business that we gave you something that you probably didn't want initially, but you're happy with. But why are you going to leave a bad review even though we gave you what you wanted? I don't understand this. Uh, I don't understand. Honestly, I know a good three good subreddits where this story would be golden for. Oh what made God. it worse was that like both me and my coworker agreed after she left and we locked up that like Alita was there with I gotta assume either her husband or boyfriend, whatever. And nothing. He looked like he feared her, but also was scared to say anything because he didn't want himself to look bad. Mm -hmm. And he was the one who paid for the food and he got the refund, not her. Because mm -hmm. on top of all the other stuff that she said was that like, oh, you know, we had somewhere to be. I thought it was going to be quick. It's like, were you when we said 10 to 15 minutes? You decided on your own to come 30 to 40 minutes after the allotted wait time that we gave you, and we still gave you one you wanted plus more, which was the refund and food that was equal to a value, which I'm pretty sure they still paid for. Like we gave them the refund for that sandwich, but we gave them the dirty fries instead, which cost a little bit less, plus a few other things. It's like, lady, this didn't have to happen this way. You, out of all people most likely, didn't need to see that it made it bad that there was customers behind and they're like i'm so sorry you had to like experience that it's like thank you that means a lot here's your orders like they gave us a tip too because of like they had to see that so she made it look bad on herself on us and on them who were just like random customers that came in they had a whole toddler tantrum over something so small now here's like, here's how you know you've seen way and i mean way too many Karen subreddit stories. Everything she said, I I was like, there, yep, yep, oh, there it is. My question is, why didn't the dude say anything and it was his money that he was paying for her food, which I don't think I, she was going to share with him at all either. From, from the cat, God, I sound like, like a zoo, ex a zoo expert for Karens. From, what I've heard and seen, usually, not not only did she take his his heart, but also his balls. <laughs> oh, well then. <laughs> uh, 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 but like, yeah. so I, I'm trying to think like, how many caring stories do I have from my job? Quite a few. Two, two for customers, restless supervisor. <laughs> uh, uh. So, going from uh, fried chicken Karen to uh, possibly the best story I can ever tell <laughs> um, to 
preface this. No, this is not a bit. It's it's not a comedy sketch because mm -hmm. it's too perfect to to be written. But but when I was at said place that won't be named where I I screwed up my knee. I was at the jewelry counter uh, helping show off jewelry and other valuable stuff that we have back there because we don't want an expensive thing being on the floor because mm -hmm. that's ugh. so we see this girl come in with her big dog which is fine unless it's a like it's fine if it's a service dog or something of that sort and then it has to be on a leash and you have to be able to control said dog supposedly they should if they're on a leash and they're well trained yeah somewhat so i i was like oh i was like okay it's another service dog and me being the biggest dog lover there is, I'm helping people and thinking about petting that dog till the day ends. Then she lets the dog off leash. And this was close to the time when kids would get off of school. And when kids would get off of school, sometimes they would, the parents would come to the store to shop. Mm. We have a toy aisle where, fuck that toy aisle. Kids would, kids would obviously go straight to, to the toys as kids do. And it was a liability waiting to happen for dog off leash kids mm. kids wanting to pet said dog and we uh -oh. don't we don't know how that dog acts around kids that's true so we we told her multiple times you can have your dog here but it has to be on the leash or in the cart or both mm. What does this bitch do? She puts it on leash. Like I said, we told her numerous times. Then she puts the dog in the cart. Nope, no padding. So Wait, it was, so just put the dog right into the cart? Yeah, like, so, no, so okay. paw, paw, bar. Ew. Okay. And so I, I was like... That irritates me, but as long as it's not running free. Mm -hmm. And mind you, the amount of clothes. Remember the amount of clothes. <laughs> she. As soon as she comes up to the register that I was at, which I was praying it, it wouldn't be me. And it was. <laughs> yeah, sadly. There was more clothes and shoes 
Then dog. So where did the dog go? In it was this whole cart situation. It, it was under the oops, it was under the mountain of clothes. So I I thought like in in my head I was like do I want to to slap a hoe? Do I want to slap a hoe? No, you don't. No, you don't. If you wanted to keep the job, you don't slap the hoe. <laughs> uh, oh, this was close to the point where I said, fuck this job. Okay. <laughs> so, Fair. Um, yeah, so I thought, customer service, Berto, customer service. Mm -hmm. Because the customer is always right. And as I heard in a movie, and this is true, the customer is always an asshole. Not all the time. Sometimes. So she comes up and I thought, I just want to get the clothes off of the dog and I want to get her out of here. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we're going to take a, a poll here. How much did she spend? 10. 40. 150. If, if, if it's a 10, nope. 30, mm -hmm. nope. 150, ding, ding, ding. This was a secondhand store. So, mind you, there's a reason why I, I have a cubicle <laughs> background. We know how small cubicles are. Mm -hmm. Imagine a, like that size of a cubicle filled with bags and me barely being able to stand up, surrounded by bags. You can't even move. That sounds like a, a hoarder's episode, honestly. Yep. Now, rem remember that amount of bags. Uh, so we spent like 20 or so minutes bagging then it comes to the payment process me already me and my coworker already being irritated oh she also had a suitcase this because we, we sold suitcases too this comes into play so we start to uh, ask her how she wants to pay cash credit that stuff she said uh, credit I think and so she hands us a card my co-worker swipes it okay and uh, well, no, she doesn't even swipe it because it, it was a gift card to a grocery store. Guess what we were not? We were not a grocery store. So my coworker says, this is a gift card to a different store. We can't take this. 
She says, and I cannot forget these lines. Oh, let me go ask my dad for a different card. She comes back. And the door next the door next to us. That's an exit. And an entrance and stuff. A guy pops his head in like a comedy sketch and says, Don't take any card she gives you. Mm-hmm. They are they they argue and I thought Am I in a Seinfeld episode? <laughs> like I've not watched the episode, but I hear a lot of people making references to things of that sort that are yeah, on their episodes. It's like, am I in a, am I in a, a comedy sketch? Because <laughs> me having a a whack sense of humor and can attest to this, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was like. Where's a pen and pad? I can turn this into comedy gold. So, I say volume control. I, I get none. So, um, they they have her and this random guy have their bout, and mm. so we say, how are you gonna? pay for the $150 worth of clothing and stuff that you have. And she says, oh, let me go see. Her and th- the dog leave. For good. So me, my coworker, and some other coworkers who came to check were like, we have to hang and shove all this stuff again. 30 minutes. And I was close to being done with my shift. So I I thought, if this bitch makes me have to work overtime, So we put everything back just mm-hmm. in time for me to get done. And I'm like, what the, f- what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? And I, I'm not one to judge people. Yes, I am. But sometimes you can. Yeah, I I thought like, because the clothes she got, we don't sell like a lot of skimpy outfits. Mm -hmm. Somehow she found skimpy outfits. I don't know how. She's probably a very seasoned shopper. So she really took her time to go through everything in the racks to find something close to her. Like, I can make this work. Like, I... The best I can describe it is, for my gamers out there, if you've played Grand Theft Auto, (laughs) and you've seen how the night girls dress. That's very specific. GTA kind of. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Like, 
she she even found the heels. The heels. I mean, you never know what people will casually just find. And I guess given that type of store, people will try them on and then not need them anymore. So one person's trash becomes someone else's treasure. So she didn't even she did, did she didn't even ping the fitting rooms. <laughs> and and since she looked like she was doing some drugs, I I I, I thought did I just bag clothes for a, a prostitute? <laughs> like question still stands why did she think to put doggo in the main part of the cart continue to put stuff in as she's taking them off the racks and not check on doggo i could have put the dog in like the little like the seat for kids normally uh, find the dog and how how it's doing while you're shopping but the dog was let's just say if if she put it in the seat it would get stuck like, that's how big it was. Okay. Still, though, she didn't. And, like, I, I was keeping an eye on the dog. Uh, I was more of, of the owner of the dog than the owner. So, and I kid you not, the dog looked at me, and it was like I could understand it. It <laughs> looked at me like... Like, Get me out of here. It, it, it was like the scene from Lion King where Mufasa looks up at Scar and was like, Brother, help me. I'm, I'm doing a lot of specific stuff here. The way that she paid, though, I'm still questioning. Like, you'd want to check that before you even go in. Spend your time to go around and shop only to not have the correct thing or like have a backup at least i okay you're gonna pay for said items you want she, to purchase. okay here's here's the here's when the suitcase comes into play because this was close to the fourth of july and we had some like small um flag stickers because this country can't get enough of our damn flag and I'm here too in Canada. Almost the same. Depends. Yeah. So she grabs a handful of it. This thick. And they're like a buck fifty. If if that. She grabs a that stack this thick. Tries to stick it in a pocket of the suitcase. And we're looking at her like. Wanna try that again? What's she going to use that many American flag stickers for? To decorate her car? To put them on all over her dog for an outfit? And so I'm I'm like, in, in, in my head, I'm telling her, you have five minutes before I judo kick you out of here. <laughs> and the, the next... Uh, story I have not as not as what the fuck but still what the fuck again close to the end of my shift 
Both these happen close to the end of my shift. Why? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm. I see um, people always want to come at the very end and just try to mess with people. I feel like, or it's like you had all this time and you decide to come in noise now. So I was almost done stocking some stuff, and I see this woman um, looking at the electronics part, and there's a thing that they have where you can press a button and ping the people in the electronics department to help. Yeah, it's I'm like a not... like a service kind of button, yeah. right? Like you press it, we'll come to that section. Mm -hmm. And I guess the people were busy or something or on break. Mm -hmm. So me being the the good good employee I am, I came up and said, "Do you need any help?" And she said. Mm -hmm. oh. In the most, in the most like, condescending, caring tone I I've heard, and I've mm -hmm. heard a lot. She said, "Well, I've been trying to get some help for ten minutes, and I brush it off and say." It sounds like the crazy lady I dealt yep, with over the weekend. Yep, and and I say, "Well, I don't work in this department, but I can I can try and help help you because she wanted to look at like a." DVD player or something mm. and she said well can, well can get someone who knows what to talk about and again brush it off but thought I don't get paid enough for this <laughs> so what did I say at the end of every night I don't get paid enough to deal with all of this yep. BS <laughs> so I so after I say I could go back and get someone. This bitch says, well, first she says, yeah, please, it's their job. And I thought, like I thought, pension, para. <laughs> so, and then she says, no, I'll do it myself. There's a, there's two, there's like a folding door section that clearly says big bold signs, employees only. Guess where she goes? Behind the folding doors where it says employees only. And I'm. There's a sign. I'm standing there like. Bitch, are your ears broken? So she goes back and I'm standing here like, where is my raise? Where is my raise? So they escort her, her out, get her help. Not, the help, because... not the help, not the help she needs. Definitely not the help she needs. Oh no, she just wanted what she needed and ASAP. And, and, and so I'm walking back into the break room to clock out, thinking, is this, is this my last day? Is this my last day? 
And to top it all off with the uh, the supervisor, it, it's like it's a small thing, but it still s sticks out. Mm-hmm. So, like I've said, I grew to hate that job ever since I sprained my knee. Because it's like the the veil of, oh, $9 an hour, money, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the veil of that came crashing down, and I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. So, I think that also kind of leads to, like, any kind of job that you want, whether it's something that you like, you're interested in, or, like, you just need a job for whatever things you need money for, you have to assess. I, like, my rule of thumb is, like, I'll give this place a month at, at most at a start because mm -hmm. some jobs require you to be there for a probationary period of, like, a month to three months. Give it that time, and if you don't like it from there, you can leave because you don't have any obligation to stay if it's not a good fit for you. Yeah. They can replace you if they wanted to, but it's on you of, like, is it worth your time still or is there something out there that I can find even though this one is convenient for now. And I say this from by my heart from so many people that I know are saying like, oh, it's hard to find a job and everything. Like there are jobs. It's just some people aren't as open and willing to give you certain jobs because they have their reputation and pride on them sometimes, yeah. depending if it's a small business, a corporate thing. Find what works for you. If you don't like it, you have the right as a human and a working class person to go and find something else mm -hmm. or even create your own if you're able to but it's good to start somewhere yeah of like the, working for someone we all yeah. have had to be there at one point oh yeah the one line that she said to give a bit of background at this point money was sparse mm. like it wasn't like, oh, we'll cut back on e eating out. No, it's what are we going to eat and when? Yeah. <laughs> so this para says to us in like our morning meeting thing, she said, oh, I've had to cut back. I've had to give up my sushi because we're not making enough at the store. And I thought in my head, <laughs> like you've had to give up your sushi. I've had to, oh, I've, I've nice. had, it's, sushi. Like, I, it's wow. like, I've won me from someone who that doesn't eat fish. I'm like, eh, but it's like, it's the, the principle, the principle. The principle of the thing, yes. It's like, you have employees who can't buy a new phone. <laughs> or some, they even struggle to just get to the job too. Yeah. To commute there if you don't already drive in. Or even if you do drive, it costs money to get to yeah, the Yeah, I, I had to take the bus. Oh, to, commuter life. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I had to take the bus to work and occasionally, I said occasionally, take an Uber slash Lyft. Those add up. Yes, so yeah. so, me being a broke bitch, I I was thinking like, 
Oh, oh, I long for something as fancy as sushi. I long for it. Mm. So, yeah, that's when I, I realized, like, oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. Yep. So, yeah, that, oh. And the, uh, we, we kind of breezed over the worst customer part. People don't have to be bad. It's just like there, there's a give or take with stuff like this. It's like mm -hmm. you want something from us because we work here. We're doing a service for you, right? Yeah. If you want to be a certain type of way to get something else and try to co-wall the system or manipulate it, it's like that can only go so far, but it will always in some way, shape or form backfire. Yeah. That someone's going to find out about it and by you wanting to get your way it could possibly jeopardize someone's job their livelihood their income that they have as well whether they're a student or a seasoned worker it's like your actions have consequences not just on you it's more likely on the other person you're causing it for yeah so what does that have to say about you and somehow i don't know how but this just popped in my head the thing that kind of like solidified me leaving <clears throat> was when my coworker re-sprained my knee. It didn't happen not once, but it happened twice. Mm -hmm. So me being close to being done with my um, knee brace and having the joy of walking without looking like the penguin from Batman. Um, Okay, that hurt a small bit. <laughs> um, it was a sketchy dude. You're not sketched, except for when we play Among Us, Birdo. Don't worry. Okay, first of all. <laughs> so, uh, we had um, big uh, carts, things that we would take donated stuff to that we can't put out on the floor and put it into the um, compactor. The area of which we go from the, do do the donation to each part in the back is like, where's the, the camera? It's like this, like it's, it's small. So I'm close to the traffic point, just loading, just on loading and loading t uh, tubs to go back out and do my rounds. Mm -hmm. This guy did, didn't know the term wait. I, I wish comes in the whole thing of patience. I wish <laughs> I, I wish we had traffic lights because the light would have been red. <laughs> so mm -hmm. he he comes in just I, uh, I, I, I've had to move my camera for my green screen, so I'm all, all over the place. He comes, okay. he comes barreling through, hit, hits me on my side. I'm not wearing my brace, yeah. so my knee just shakes, and uh, there was and, no sound, was there, like on impact? 
Um, I think there might have been a tiny bit, yeah, but I, a, I a small, but a sound. And mm-hmm. you know how when you have an in, an injury, and when something restarts that injury, you know, you know. And so I'm like adjusting from the head because ow and yeah. so i i i put, put my leg back down imagine getting hit full force by mike tyson <laughs> that's what it felt like and i'm like this you're all like discombobulated yeah. and everything and, and so when my knee gave me the same pain and it did when i sprained my knee i thought this motherfucker just re-sprained my knee. This was a, this was an accident or it just happened and seemed like on purpose? I, I honestly think it was a mixture of both. <laughs> and so okay. the, the same supervisor said she had to give up sushi said, you'll be fine. And I, I didn't give her this look but in my face, it was like an anime moment where there's some, where there's like me behind me j- just going. You'll, you'll be fine? She said you'll be fine? Yes. And so the rest of that week and the rest of my being there and even now, I was having trouble walking, lifting, and to preface this, we had big bins of wrapped up glass. They didn't have the decency of putting it at the top. No, like on the tables. It was on the floor. Again, they're lifting with the knee, but the knee cannot work because knee is now yeah. injured. And yes, some co- co-workers helped, which I was thankful for. Like they put the heavy stuff on the tub or mm. the cart, but they didn't always do that. And and me, go, me going over to reload and them just going, hey, I'm like fuck this job and fuck my life <laughs> some people are just entitled and of like oh that's not my business that's your job that kind of thing y'all are doing the same thing i don't really care if you think that you are entitled or whatever even for your manager which um screw her first of all I... um second do the okay did the person who caused your need to get re-sprained again did they even say anything afterwards or they're just like oh my bad or like, oh, I'm so sorry. He said, look out. Before or after? <laughs> after! And so I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm about to go, I'm about to find look out some. because I'm incoming, yet I've already hit you. It's like, she I. Said, look out. It's like, I'm not Wolverine, but at that moment, I was about to just instantly grow claws. <laughs> Oh, so that that day I came I came home, and you would have thought someone came up to me, 
slapped me in my face and said, Ohio sucks. Like, I was fuming. So, yeah, that, that whole job was like, it, it was a test of self. I felt like God was testing me. <laughs> so, on to something um, positive. Please, we need some positive. We, yes. I feel like if you run on a scale of like 1 to 10, mine is in between like a 5 to 6. Yours is more like a 9. Yes. Both of them are 9s. I want to say 10. It was like, it's almost there, but not quite. Oh. That makes sense. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you off the camera in our group chat mm -hmm. about the 90% off day. Okay. <sighs> think like <laughs> Black, think like Black Friday, but for a secondhand store. See, that's coming up soon because the holidays are approaching. Yeah. I used to love going to the mall for Black Friday just because I liked seeing all the deals and physically being able to buy stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, with the pandemic still happening, still not, it's like, I like being at home. I would just go if I really can't find something online, but also I would want to see it, especially if it's something like clothes, if they cost a lot. But still, I'm just like, I want to avoid malls. Yeah, and I don't. I don't like going to the malls unless I really need to, and I plan a specific day mm -hmm. to go and spend the entire day at the mall. Just like once a month now. <laughs> that is why I've turned to Cyber Monday. Is that what it is? It's like Black Friday, but for it, on online. It's Cyber Monday too, right? <clears throat> I don't yeah. know. They're about the same thing, I feel like. Yeah, there, there's... there's Online deals on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. <laughs> but yeah, the last thing is one shop you'd love to have and why. Which is, there we go. I think, I mean, it's not a job yet because I'm not getting paid yet, but. Unpaid jobs. Like yeah. internships and stuff, they still count as uh, job experience to some degree. Yeah. Streaming. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of ways that people are slowly like creating a business of their own brand. Like they are a brand for themselves. So yeah. it's just, coming up and I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just, it takes a lot of work, which I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of like from your own streaming that you do yeah. plus from other people where it's like lots of things can get I've, integrated into I've, I've seen people I've seen people give up at 50 followers not not um subscribers followers because that's it's it's a whole tier it's a whole journey but like if you give up halfway literally at 50 halfway you're I don't want to say you're a failure <laughs> that that might be a bit much but I mean people can look at it in different ways like there's so many people that 
due to the pandemic, they've had to like build their own businesses or try to create an income for themselves. But even with things opening up again, there's so many opportunities that are open. For me, yeah, some people could see it as like, oh, you're failing, but also it's like, imagine like you're a little kid, right? Someone gives you a toy, they give you all the toys that you want and you're still not satisfied with any of them. It, it only can help you so much, but it's like, you have to give something or like, at least be willing to try. So when I hear things of like, oh, there's people that like, um, aren't going for all the jobs or creating all these job opportunities. Yeah, they're there, but it's also like, it's for those that know of them. And I think mm-hmm. even with me right now, like possibly going through a transition of jobs that I have right now, or the job I have, I don't want to transition, do something else. and. I think it's one thing to say that there's a lot of opportunities, but the opportunities that come your way, you need to take them as they are, or at least give them one little chance to see what they are before you can completely say no or like not say anything. Yeah. Going back to the whole toddler and a toy situation, it's like, I can give you all the toys in the world that you want, but if you don't want to even try to touch one of them or play with one of them, then what am I supposed to do to help you? So you can create your own thing and make it, but there's small things that in a way you still have to learn by being on the job to know how to handle those situations. Right? So you're not a failure and this can happen at any stage of life. It's like, just be willing to learn and go with what it is. The money will come in due time but if most of what you want to do is like just to get money and you're just working for money alone, yeah, it'll help you to get the things that you want, but will it be satisfactory? Not as much if you're not into it. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm judging. I'm just saying like from experiences and people that I hear as well of like, it's hard for them to find things. Even small things like with Birdo, like he's been streaming for like, probably longer than I've known him, which has been like almost two years I've, now. I've but. actually, I've actually started in t- t- 2020. So my streaming career, it's as bad as long as our group chat. Yeah. So it's like, at least he's doing something to keep up with it yet. It doesn't like pay him just yet, but the more time and effort you put into it, at least it'll lead up to something later on as well. Like even with the podcast I do with our friends and this podcast that we're doing right now, like it doesn't seem like it'll amount to much, but the more effort you put into something, then you will get good things from it. It won't always be monetary value, but there will be something that you will get in addition to that. Same with the job. It's like, yeah, you're there to like get a paycheck every month, every two weeks or whatever. But what is other things that you're learning? Like for example, for things like the job that you had, Birdo, like the experiences that you got where it's like how to deal with customers, how to like do organizing, stocking, and what things are like working for you that you can apply to other things in life. Like, yeah, jobs are there. And that's the main way that all of us can make money. But look at the other things as well that you're getting from these jobs with each experience. Like, you know how to work with people, you can, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of spitballing things like from my experience, like how to get along with people, how to work with a team, how to deal with certain customers. 
and everything. Knowing like, your worth. Yeah. For Knowing your worth and like where you want to put your time into for certain things. Because again, there's, I feel like now in 2021, there's more opportunities than there ever has been. But it's like, the opportunities are there. It's kind of on our end to find out what those opportunities are and what we want to get from them. Mm-hmm. They'll give us stuff, but what do we want to get from them that we're wanting to put our time into? So, yeah. Yeah, and especially <laughs> especially now in the um, pan- uh, pandemic, our, our friend um, Royce, he, he does Uber Eats. Mm. Yeah. And he does that. He helps, I think, with construction with his buddy a few times here and there. He does other things like there's a lot of small things that can add up to a lot afterwards. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's got to go out there and find it. Yeah. So right? if, if you could have one job, what would you have and why? I've said this since I was younger and I'm still kind of in that mindset that eventually one day it'll happen. It just might take a bit longer. I want to own some kind of, I guess, business of my own, possibly with food. Like people were like, oh, you want to be a chef, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it'll be cool. Like if you open a restaurant, I want to come. I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool. Every single job that has involved food or cooking in some sort of way has been a startup it is not easy especially now in the pandemic it's not easy at all to have one start up but even then like to keep it going it takes a lot to invest in it so i think eventually i want to do but start really small and i'm learning from other um like co-workers and friends that i've had of things that they've done to start their own businesses mm-hmm. so hopefully something on that line but preferably towards food like catering maybe Ooh, i don't yeah. know we'll see give me um whenever the pandemic ends to give you a more <laughs> decisive plan on where that will be at but yeah Maybe. i want to be my own boss for a change oh girls same <laughs> uh, this this episode got a lot more deep than I was planning on. I mean, jobs, experiences, life, they all come together full circle. And people that come in and out of our lives, sometimes it's from jobs. And yeah. the experiences we have, it'll continue or go on to other things in our life as well. Mm-hmm. Or those people from those experiences become a part of our lives. Yeah. And one thing that's going to come out of this uh, pandemic a lot of friends, and I mean a lot, have started content creating. Yes, because that is our escape and that is our yeah. outlet to share what we have been through, just like everyone else, because lots of things have happened in the past yeah. year alone. Mm-hmm. Just in a year. Uh, so yeah, it's that's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's our, our stories, rants, events. TED Talks. <laughs> I think this could have all been a TED Talk in a way. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> Tandem uh, TED Talk. <laughs> just moral of the story. Uh, find the job that works for you. If you think that you can't do a job because of 
lack of degree, uh, anxiety start start by help, helping out at a animal shelter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go small. Yeah, small things like volunteer opportunities. That's why um, here it's mandatory in high school that you have to do like 20 to 40 hours of community service. It's because they want you to go out and like have those small experiences and any experiences where you're doing some form of work like an internship or volunteering or even a small part-time job, they all add up. Like mm -hmm. building your resume from when you're in high school really matters. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, I and networking with people, the more people, you know, or even join like Facebook groups, which is how me and Berto <laughs> all met each other and our group of friends joining small Facebook groups of like niche communities really helps too, because you'll find other people, you can connect with them, they can help you find places that are near or far from where you live or start things like the podcast that I do with our friends and then me doing this podcast with Berto. Yep. Once, once in the U.S., once in Canada. Yeah, not too far, but still a little bit of a distance away. But yeah, find a job that you like, even if you don't like it at first. Small things add up to bigger plans later on. So yeah, um, save up your paychecks. Don't be someone like me where you're like spending a lot of it. Save some of it. So that at least when you transition, you have some thing in between if you decide to change jobs or if you want to start your own thing. Because things still cost money, even if you try to build yourself from the ground up. But small the, uh, jobs, like anything regarding fast food or McDonald's or retail, just just do it. The amount of boba I've seen this girl buy. <laughs> this is not call out an episode, my goodness. <laughs> And and also, if you work in retail, don't or hit food service. Oh yeah, retail and food service. Please be nice to us. Yeah, we're that, trying our best. That and also, don't hit employees with bins. You bitches. Just don't hit anyone. Please. Let's <laughs> like that. Don't hit anyone. Be nice, especially with the holiday season coming up. Listen to Birdo's experience and be nice. To yeah. retail workers and let to your, restaurants, please. Let your please injured employees. Let your injured employees sit down, please. <laughs> We're entitled to breaks. We deserve our breaks. Uh, well, we're we're going to end end here. Um, thanks for watching. Check in out on R and D. Yeah. <sighs> Have a great weekend, rest of the year, and oh my god, 2022 is coming. Y'all still have time. Do what you need I'm, to do before the year ends. Yeah, and I'm just going to end this out on... Wear a damn mask. Love you. Wear a mask or don't be with people that seem unsafe. Know who you're talking to and yeah. who you're hanging out with. Okay, bye.